All right. So we're still waiting on a mean, but and I can edit anything out, so anything goes. But when's the last time you talked to a mean? Does he he knows uh, we're going on, right? Yeah, I just spoke to him. I don't know, maybe twenty minutes ago. Okay. Did you shoot him a text message or? Yeah, man. Let me look for my phone. Hold on. Let me. Uh, we'll redo this. Hold on. Guy, I I don't know who this guy is. He was oh. one of the, uh, Steve Mahalik that he used to run Mr. America's gym in New York in the seventies. He was uh, the trainer, John Defendus, who used the intensity or insanity method of 70 sets of body part. And Mr. G, when he was younger, was with that crew. And he was did his face in bodybuilding. He wasn't much com a competitor, he was just a big gym lifter. And then he started doing endurance events and things on his own. He's a personal trainer, motivator. And I was on After Hours with them, Dave Palumbo's group, and he promised to send me some cookies. And I said on another show, Leo Longevity, I just mentioned that Mr. G was a total moron. And that clip got back to him, and he went nuts on Dave's show and says, how could you call me that, you know, making a big deal? I says, don't be so sensitive. I said, I've been called worse on the Internet. We've all been called worse. Sure. He says, what do you want to do? You want to fight? I said, yeah. So we set it up. He goes, MMA, I'll kill you. I said, okay, we'll see. And that's that. You know, he brags about how he's being taught by these professional MMA trainers and keeps saying how tough he is every week on the show. And I just say, hey, we'll see, you know. Well, you know what? I Like, I was... I was watching Dave's show, I guess it was last week, and I think it was maybe a week old. And Dave had Mr. G on the show. And I've done some work with, with Dave Plump. I love Dave. Dave's a great guy. His show's great. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that Mr. G, I don't know, man. I mean, um, you know, he was talking about, like, oh, he wanted to have the fight on the same day as the Olympia. And, you know, I mean, his brother apparently was telling him he's going to make a million dollars on the show selling tickets. He wants to sell pay-per-views. <laughs> so I don't know if Mr. G, what he's in it for, but it sounds like he might just be in it for money. I don't know. I don't know this guy where the hole in the head. So, I mean, I, <laughs> I apparently he's really tall. I mean, I, I couldn't really tell in the video, but apparently he's small. Uh, but like six feet. I don't know. Six feet. Yeah. Nice. Hey, nice too, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yeah, he's he's like uh, like six feet tall. He wasn't he wasn't that big when we saw him. But like what you're saying about the grandioso plans, he would call me and tell me, "Oh, Lee Priest is gonna bartend uh, via Skype on an i on an iPad." <laughs> and like I told Lenny, I thought he was gonna start calling me and telling me Ric Flair is gonna be the special referee. Uh, Little Wayne's gonna do a performance <laughs> after. He's got all these crazy plans and. You need a Xanax to talk to the guy, and I need one as is. So, uh, <laughs> very it was very awkward to try to be the middleman between the them two. You know. Yeah. So, like, what? So, when is this fight? Like, do you guys have a venue picked out for it, or you know, how is it being refereed or moderated? Like, what's what's what are the details with this? They're arguing right now because our friend Matt from Water Buffalo TM. Um, water buffalo training method he's got good connections at the delray boxing club and wouldn't you think lenny being more a delray misfit 
let's do it in Del Rey, where, you know, most of our fan base is. Let's face it. How many tickets is Mr. G going to sell? Maybe one to, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, He's not selling shit. So what? So he, you know, and he wants it to be in Orlando. What for? Why drive? You know, we shouldn't have to go anywhere. This is our home. This is where Lenny's fan base is. So, you know, we sure. got the Delray Boxing Club. They have great events all the time with 400 plus people. Uh, so that would be my vote. But welcome, Amin. How you doing, my friend? I'm good. Hey, man. How you been? Hey, so there's a vote on this now or not? A what? Is there a vote on the location or is it just some bickering? Well, well they're, they're bickering back and forth, Mr. G and uh, uh, the guy training Lenny. Uh, his name is Matt. They're going back and okay. forth because Mr. G wants it at his venue in Orlando and we want it in Del Rey, closer to us. So, whatever, kick, what about- kick his ass there, kick his ass there. It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> Mr. G has a friend in Boca, which is the next town over from Delray. So it's hey, closer Lenny. to him, too. Hey, man. Good How to are see you? you. Good to see you, man. Hey, hold on, Lenny. I got something for you. Ready? Yeah. Are you ready for this? Uh huh. Hold on. Putting on a strip show. Wow. Hold on. The old remember remember that, Lenny? The old (laughs) Yeah. 3502s. 2902s. Yeah. Yeah. The 20. My first one. My first (laughs) cycle. My first bottle. 1988. Yeah, man. That was fabulous, wasn't it? Yeah. The glass bottle. They don't make it like that anymore. No, they hurt my kidneys so bad I had to stop my lower back. Was out of control from like one or two a day. Yeah, the pump is also the pump. My my back hurt too, but I don't know if I don't know if it was kidneys or my pump, but the pump was insane. Yeah, nothing like it. Must have been our age. Yeah, man, that's why I showed it to you. I know you remember that. (laughs) Yeah, not a lot of people have taken that these days. That they're they're they're, the the newbies don't know anything about that. (laughs) It shows. Yeah, man. I think the first good draws I took were. It was either Axial Labs or it was, pro- I, you know what? It may have been actually the British dispensary, the Green Monsters from Thailand. Those weren't bad, but you, but you don't, you, you, you just, there is nothing like this. There's nothing like this. This, this Anadrol was something else, man. And it's too bad they don't make it anymore, but it I remember was they like had a, the Unimed, which looked similar bottle, but yeah. it just wasn't the same as a Syntax. It, it, it wasn't as good. There, there still has never been anything like the 2902. You know what Unimed was, was a subdivision of, uh, of Syntex. So basically they, they made it, they made another company, sold them the rights to be able to use it, but it still was never the same as the original formula. Wow. That's a shame. Yeah. You know how much it was selling for, for HIV patients that didn't have uh, insurance? No, $900 idea. a bottle. 900 Whoa. Lenny they really stick it to him no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> holy fuck 900 bucks a bottle no wonder there's all yeah. these underground labs now yeah I mean the a- Anabar is is a uh, three four hundred dollars a bottle for real Anabar 10 milligram uh 60 tabs in a bottle but but I'm telling you though you'd never had Anabar like this bro the, the, yeah, you probably never Anabar. needed anything more than 20 milligrams. I mean, even, you know, I believe they were even making, you know, Anavar, like, was it at 2.5 milligram tablets as well? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Two, 2.5 and or two of those will be for a woman. And then the to sure. 20 for is for a man. 
So yeah, so they, they still have it in both strengths, 10 and, 20, and 2.5 for HIV patients or for people, I love it, for muscle wasting. So in other words, it builds muscle. <laughs> sure, there you go. Cool. Hey, so, so are, uh, we, are been, we here? They see, um, they see the Team Prep Stars advertisement in our, our latest videos, obviously. So I want to give you guys the floor to kind of explain about Team Prep Stars, what you guys are all about, some projects you're working on. So, Sure, yeah. So Team Prep Stars, that, this is a joint, um, a joint venture between myself and, you know, Amin, Amin Alai. And what it is is we've partnered up um, as partners here. And what we've done is we've created this business Team Prep Stars and Team Prep Stars um, is pretty much all the all the clients we train high performance athletes, competitors, um, whether it's physique, bodybuilding, bikini, whatnot. They will fall under this subdivision of Team Prep Stars. Um, now, within this this uh, subdivision of Team Prep Stars, we're also we've also got a couple other uh, ventures that we might uh, embark on, or we've actually already started. Um, and one of them is actually a book. So Amin and I. We won't go into complete detail about the book. We'll keep the surprise um, for everyone that's watching when we when it gets released. But we're going to be releasing a series of books that's going to be somewhat related. Um, you know, it's going to be for bodybuilders, coaches as well, and people that are interested in prepping for competitions for themselves, regardless of the division that they're in. Very nice. So you said a series of books is what you're working on right now? Exactly. Right. So we're probably going to make, you know, both hardcover copies, but you know, I, I mean, PDFs are probably the most efficient way of getting them directly to the, you know, to the purchaser immediately. It's probably a lot easier um, as well, but yeah, so we're, we're going to start doing that. We're going to be breaking it down in different uh, categories and whatnot. And the reason why that, you know, we, we started this or that we're going to be doing this is because one thing that I've noticed um, over the years of training is that a lot of people that train for a competition, I mean, there's no like, there's no half-assed training someone for a competition. I mean, you either understand what's going on, you know, especially in, you know, your hell week, um, you know, in terms of depleting your body of glycogen, you know, understanding sodium, potassium, understanding the different types of diuretics, like, you know, aldactone, um, you know, diazide, um, Lasix. I mean, there's Bumex, there's Dimidide, there's all kinds of diuretics and you know, when do you potassium load? How do you potassium load? How, how exactly do you, um, you know, manipulate uh, the minerals uh, for making these products work effectively? That way that when you're on stage, you actually peak when you're on stage because I'm seeing so many athletes that they're doing these, you know, these cookie cutter protocols. And not only are they not peaking on stage, but when they get on stage, they actually look their absolute worst. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to, come up with something to try and um, explain all, all types of avenues within bodybuilding to try and help people understand exactly what's going on in your body, certain protocols, um, you know, for, you know, using uh, supplements, the hell week, different types of workouts, why you're doing different types of workouts, and just the full explanation of exactly how to prep yourself is one, one division, and one area that we're going to focus on. There's so much yeah. information out there right now on YouTube and all these different channels and stuff. It would be nice for people to have it all concise in, in one book. Well, remember, uh, we, we spoke about this in the, the, in the interview that 
we did together. I, t- I mentioned that I was going to be doing a book. Yep. So this is basically the book or, or a prelude to the book. And then the book is going to be more inclusive of, of uh, all these little subsections put together. Very nice. Hey, I got an idea for you. Maybe for the audible version, you can have Big Lenny do the voiceover. <laughs> Big Lenny. I think well, that'd be I, absolutely. Why not? Right. <laughs> Are you up to it, Lenny? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's a much needed book that's coming out, and I certainly could use it. What are your reading skills like, Lenny? Are you uh, on a scale of one to ten? Probably about an eight. Uh, I mean, I was educated at private Catholic schools in the Northeast, so that's where I built my foundation. Lenny, were you fondled? Uh, No, I wish. Well, actually... When I was about eight or nine, and then one of my substitute teachers, she took a shower with me because we got all muddy. We were playing out in the. Oh, that's sexy! I actually, I was, I was kind of joking about the Catholic thing. Oh no! No, I, I mean, those guys. No, that didn't happen. I mean, I was around priests and stuff. No, no, Lenny. In the refrigerator, drinking the wine, and I was caught. <laughs> so it was real wine. He choked me. He choked me, but it was around my neck. And I that's was funny. That and yeah, but oh, no, that's all. That, that's ethical. That's okay. That's all good. That's ethical. <laughs> Lenny, I swear you have the whitest teeth, man. When, nice do you get Do you get your teeth whitened often? They are never. white, man. Really? I always make. I always make. Was a kid, you know. My father never let me drink drink soda anything like that, sugary candies. I always had to brush my teeth immediately after I ate. And I just, you know, yeah, losing my hair and other features going down, I figured I'd keep my teeth. Man, I, you did a great job, man. You got you got really white teeth. I got to go get my teeth whitened. What I recommend is anybody get a 90-cent <laughs> bottle of hydrogen peroxide and right. put that on your toothpaste once a week and brush your teeth with it and all these expensive whiteners. Do you, do you like the baking soda too or not? I use it occasionally, but I'm mostly into the peroxide. Peroxide, yeah. And I, okay. you know, I never drink a red wine or coffee or iced tea or soda. That really stains your teeth, doesn't it? I tell you what, Aladdin, when we all came to see you in Colorado last year, his teeth were extremely white. I remember Jim couldn't believe he was a smoker, but you know, I think he got him professionally done. But we all want to wish him luck. His Canadian Nationals his men's physique is next weekend. So speaking of which, you know that I'm I'm dialing him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I tell you what, he looks fantastic, Lenny. He does better than ever. You know, I mean, the guys. First off, his shape is amazing. I mean, you have you have, you really have to put it up there with Bob Paris and stuff like that. I mean, he really has that good of a shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for him, you know, he's very sensitive to carbs. Yeah. And so he was asking me questions about insulin and things like that. I'm like, he doesn't need it because he doesn't, he doesn't really eat carbs. So it would be too much for him. But I think, I think we're going to do really well this time. Yeah. I noticed it. Yeah. It's, it's got a good look and particularly where he's coming from. I mean, he did a great job with him as usual. Oh, you, you did a great job with him, you know, before me, I'm just doing the end. Well, (laughs) I gave him some Novolog and, Boy, we, I got him some sugar real quick. He was passing out. 
So <laughs> yeah, he, you know he he keeps thinking that he needs insulin, but I I don't think he does. Or I just don't. I, th- I think his body because he's so used to not eating carbs. I don't. There are some people that just don't need it. You know exactly. Yeah, I learned the hard way thinking you have to. Take it. <laughs> and with no, your book, everybody. like that is that's the cookie cutter approach. They say it was always. 2,000 megs of test plus anything else you can put up. Yeah, that's 10. not true. I use a yeah. GA. Of I'm the only way to be a freak. And, you know, you know what, Leonard? And you know what? Like, two, like, I just find now, like, if you look, you know, even, you know, when you had started bodybuilding back in the day to now, and, you know, I was even talking to Amin about this. You'll see nowadays, I mean, the dosing that people are, are administering are just like, they're ridiculous doses. Um, I don't know yeah. if a lot of them, like, you know, they're, they're dealing with shitty underground labs or, you know, what the issue is. But I mean, you know, back in the day, I mean, you can attest to this, like the dosing is not what it was back then as it is now. And, you know, one of the products that, you know, we found is that like, you know, like methanolone and anthate, like injectable primavolin, primavolin depot, like, you know, it's, it's an expensive, you know, product to manufacture. The raw materials are pretty expensive. I mean, I, I, I definitely know that a lot of underground labs are, counterfeiting this product but that's a product that you just you don't hear a lot of people talking about um simply because of that reason i think but back in the day i mean that product was it was heavily used and i mean it it is a wicked product it's a very well if you're if you're going to go there why don't we talk about the mac daddy of all of them primo acetate oral if you had the oral and i don't know most people couldn't even get it i i got it from germany um, and they made it in Mexico in a low dose. They made it in Spain, but, but Germany had the one that was, uh, 25 milligrams. I mean, if you could take, and if you could take four of those a day, you're the winner. Wow. And that's a great product for females. I find. And it's a great product for females too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the one, you know, I mean, you know, you think about it, you say, what, what, is, what makes a steroid a good steroid? Well, how anabolic is it? And, and, you know, when it comes to preamboline, it's very anabolic and it's also not androgenic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But is it still the side effects are really, correct? they're not bad, especially for females. Like, you know, I find a product like Winstrel, it's a great product, you know, for males, great product. There's some side effects for females. It's a really good product, but the side effects are, they're bad. Right. So that's why, I mean, you know, instant, I, instant, instant, uh, clitoral swelling, instant i mean instant like you, you, if they're taking the oral within two to three days the, the 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 there's already more blood in that area and it and, and over time it's going to lead to an enlarged clitoris yeah yeah i noticed uh, boston lloyd's wife the other day mentioned that as a positive effect and a lot of girls have said because of the stimulation it's improved their sex life Oh, you know, I mean, it's really all depending on what you want. My, my whole feeling is, is that, and, and this is just, this is the God honest truth. If you're with a guy that wants you to take steroids, think about if you're going to be with him for the rest of your life. If you are, that's fine. But if, if you're not a hundred percent sure that you're going to be with him for the rest of your life, don't take the steroids because the steroids are going to change you for the rest of your life for a, for a woman. So if that's something that, because a lot of times you see guys, that put their they put their girlfriend on steroids and then they break up with them and then next thing you know this girl's got an enlarged clitoris and let's say she stops working out and tries to shrink down the clit doesn't really shrink 
as like the rest of the body does. So now she's got a raspy voice. She's really not in good shape and she's got a large clitoris. It's kind of like, you know, he, he ruined her. And, and now, now a guy who doesn't think that a large clitoris is, is sexy may not like her. I don't know. It's just hard to say, man, you know? Yeah. And who would want their girlfriend on steroids? I mean, she's going to want to fuck every guy that she sees. Yeah. Unless she wants it. He likes it. Unless, uh, the, and there's a lot of girls that, that like being on steroids. They, they want, they want to be on it. They don't care. You know, I, I went on a, a, a when I first moved down to Florida and I was thinking, I went on a date with this, this woman. Well, <clears throat> I won't get into it too, but uh, she, her testosterone was like zero. So the doctor prescribed like super low dose. I don't know if it was five milligrams, 10 milligrams, or no, they gave her the, the pellets. That's what happened. And the pellet mm -hmm. dissolved like instantly. And she said she went through like four different vibrators in a week or some wild. So she wouldn't leave the house. She just kept masturbating all day from that small oh dose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised, but a lot of girls in porn do it too. A lot of guys in porn take proviron because it increases ejaculate. You'd be surprised. Steroids are so much more widely used than people think. They really are. And 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 I'll be listen while we're on the subject. Uh, you know, SARMs. We really don't know if what they're saying you're getting is what you're getting. We just don't. With steroids, you can have a test and you could find out, but there's no SARMs test right now. And, and how do we know it's not toxic? And how do we know that it's the same thing that was in the study? We just yes. don't, you know what I mean? Like prenobol has been around so long, you know what it's going to do. You're, you're pretty safe to bet. Anivar, all the other steroids, they've been around. But when you're dealing with experimental drugs, my feeling is, is I wouldn't take an experimental drug just like I wouldn't take the experimental shot vaccine. I wouldn't take that either because it's experimental. It's not a vaccine. It's an experimental drug. Right. Yeah. And then of course they're going to force us to take it. Do you think that's going to happen? I mean, they're, they're going to start with the mask mandates again, closing gyms, denying people employment because of that. That's my biggest fear because I refuse to get it. And Lenny, it's going on right now in Italy, in Italy and in France, uh, August 1st in, in France. If you don't have your vaccine, you can't go to the grocery store. When they saw, so you can start Lenny, 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 Lenny yeah. this is the this is the beginning of the apocalypse, man. Yeah, uh, I I don't want to I don't want to like sound like some kind of weirdo or anything like that, but this is a global agenda. Republican, Democrat, everybody saying get the shot. I never in the history of humanity has there been this much proactiveness. And, and basically peer pressure for you to, to be accepted in society, you have to take this shot. It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. If people can't see that the- Saying that yeah. now, I'm very irritated yeah. by it. If people can't see the brainwashing, because everybody's bought off by, the, by this, you know, uh, cabal, yeah. you know, that runs everything. You know, you can be Illuminati. It, it's real, man. It's real. Now, I saw something today, like, I mean, for example, say you were concerned about, you you know, you you were concerned about catching the coronavirus. If you got the vaccine, right. what what difference does it make to you if I get it, if you're safe, you know, that and that's a good I mean, they're saying they're saying the vaccine really doesn't even pre pre prevent you from getting it. You can you can still get it. You can still yeah, transmit it. It's just yeah. if you get it, 
you might not be as sick, but you could get, you could actually die from getting the vaccine. Everyone that seems to get the vaccine gets sick as hell on when they get the vaccine. So I don't really understand the big push for it. I mean, if someone's like, this is what it is. If if you want to get it, like, go ahead. I don't care if you get it. But that's freedom. Divide between vaccinated and non-vaccinated. And it's kind of like, holy shit. Like, I mean, what the fuck's going on here? And I mean, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's just sickening. I mean, you know, like, you know, like you said, people can't go to the grocery store in France or wherever the fuck it is. if They don't get the vaccine. Like, who's that? Yeah. Just, just like Rob is saying, you know, what, 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 what's happening is, is that people that have the vaccine are shaming people that, that don't want to get it. And it's to the point where they're, they're being judgmental. Um, you know, I mean, now what's going to happen is, is that it's, it's, it's going to start getting bad in America to the point where people are going to, they, they, what they want, they, they noticed that everybody didn't jump to get the vaccine. So what they did was they lifted mask mandates everywhere so that people actually get it. And then they're going to start saying how high the numbers go. So people line up and start begging for the vaccine. That's what they want. Well, instead it's, of it's, bribing a, it's, us- it's a sick mind. It's a sick mind game, guys. Oh, man. Instead of bribing us with uh, what were they bribing with donuts or French fries? Maybe a couple ounces of white powder, and I'll line up and get the shot. <laughs> a few vials of growth, maybe, huh? Yeah. yeah no kidding. <laughs> maybe a liter of a certain magical liquid, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll get it tomorrow. Uh, magical <laughs> liquid meaning GHB. <laughs> yeah. Right on. I used to love that stuff, man. Uh, they don't make it like they used to. Strong and pure too. Those are the good old days. I mean, yeah. What happened, Lenny? All there, there, there are no good drugs anymore. That all the drugs suck nowadays. They sure do. Uh, but that discrimination with the going to the supermarket—that you're right—that says it all. And I don't even know if I want to talk about PEDs anymore. We're talking about apocalypse here. Puts everything in perspective. And I'm glad you listen, brought that listen, up. listen, Lenny, man, I, I'm just calling it how I see it. I know a lot of people are going to say I'm crazy or whatever, but, you know, there there's been a global agenda that's been in play and it's been it's been little by little making its way to to actually be reality for years. And they haven't stopped and they go through presidents and the presidents don't matter. They're, they're, there's a power above the president. Um, you, even Trump took the shot so i mean that just tells yeah, you yeah you know, he was a big proponent of it without any research e- everybody is everybody is and no man you know nobody nobody's really sitting back and saying you know if it's an abortion it's my body my right but when it comes to the vaccine or the sorry the experimental drug it's not your body your right Great You're getting shamed into taking it. Coming along with it, to those that don't, they're going to be outcasts, like yeah. in China when they did the uh, Great Leap Forward. All the intellectuals were, you know, made fun, fools of, beaten, simply because. You know, listen, listen. On another note, okay, um, and, and and I'm not I'm not saying this to. I'm not going to put it this way. I'm not going to say his name, but you know, I trained two people last, or I didn't train, but I dialed in two people last year to turn turn pro. Okay. Um, one of them, not Bundy, okay, um, was depleting for the show last weekend, and he got COVID. Mm-hmm. He got, yeah, he got yeah, 103, sucks, 103 fever for days, like five days, 103 fever. Um, 
he went and got tested Thursday before the show, found out he had it, you know, and you know what, you know what, the, what, what really is sad is that, you know, he, he's calling me up and as if, as if I'm going to be disappointed that, that he got COVID that that's, that's the amount of loyalty that, that my clients give me. I really, I really want to say that. I really appreciate that. I'm not going to say his name because it's, it's, his, it's his medical stuff like that, but he knows he, if he sees this, he, he knows that, you know, it's that dedication that that really makes me feel as if you know helping somebody's worth it. Definitely. Yeah. You've always told me, you know, what you do for others is what your legacy on this life is supposed to be, how you affect others. And you telling me that really put a lot of things in perspective is Rob could attest to right now, my attitude's changed. My view of interactions with people have definitely changed. Lenny, I think I think you've made a lot of improvements, man. And listen, you, you know, whenever you're ready, we could dive deeper if you want. Okay. Yeah, I'm you ready know. to take the plunge. I mean, like you said, there's not much left other than to try to fight or do our best during the apocalypse to stay on the right track with our creator. I mean, this is the very beginning, but I can I can tell you from talking to people who are pretty high up, and not and not, I'm not talking about Roger. I'm talking about people who, in the medical industry. You know, I, I had a client who got it. He but he wasn't just a doctor. He also was one of the uh, largest uh, one of the one of the advisors to the three largest hedge funds in China. This guy was on his way to China. His plane got grounded in Heathrow in London and, and he got rerouted to Barcelona and then back to uh, Orange County where he was positive for about a week. He did everything he could, vitamin C infusions, this, that, and the other, tried to beat it. And then finally it hit him hard, went to the hospital, spent over six months in the hospital in and out of three comas. Okay. Oh. Almost needed a lung transplant, but he didn't. And then finally he ended up, uh, leaving and going to Iran, but he, he told me himself, uh, I spoke to him just the other day. He told me himself that this is 100% genetically engineered and it was, it's made to basically, you know, population control, which is what Bill Gates says he does. And, um, and it's, it's made to basically kill or severely, you know, uh, injured to the point where they're going to die soon. The people who have pre-existing conditions. Okay. So diabetes, high blood pressure, obesity in America, that's those. And you know what? Those are all diet related, but regardless of that, I guess that this is designed in a way that if you're quote unquote weak, you're going to get it. Yes. You know, and, and, and then that depends on how, how, how you respond to getting it depends on whether you survive or not. If you go to the hospital, you might not survive. The reason why is if you get incubated or intubated, either one, you're, you're, you're almost done. This guy I'm talking about, he was intubated. And it's, a, it's really amazing that he's alive. It really is. Yeah, I've been intubated once, and I don't want to go through that again. But for the amount of time he did, that's torture. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, and, and one of the first, I guess, people that, that got it, you know, um, you got you to gotta think of that. No, I know, I know a few people who have gotten it. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm actually... I'm, I don't live my life in fear, okay? But I've changed the way I conduct my behavior as a result of uh, this, this virus that's out there. I wash my hands more. 
when I walk in the door, I wash my hands. Um, like right away, I don't, you know, like that didn't, sometimes I would eat without washing my hands. It, it, you know, I wouldn't think about it, but now always like multiple times a day. Um, I, I, and, and at the same time, you know, I just find that, uh, I, tr I know this may sound silly, Lenny, but check this out. If I'm passing somebody, I just don't breathe for a second. Mm-hmm. I, I know it sounds it like I'm, I'm maybe OCD, whatever, ADD, whatever, you know what I mean? But, but um, I'm definitely OPP. But um, sounds more effective than wearing a mask. <laughs> and what is your opinion on masks? You know, this is a tough one because Nine Fiber makes the hemp mask, uh, which is which is made with the technology that I invented and, and, uh, and hemp, which is, you know, antibacterial, antimicrobial. Uh, antiviral too against the uh, the flu. I think I think the the problem is is that is the way that they played this. They made it sound like you know you don't know if you have it, so wear a mask because you might have it. Okay, I don't like that. That makes you not trust yourself. It makes you not trust anyone who's wearing a mask because you automatically think, well, they're wearing the mask because they have it, right? The entire mask thing, in my opinion, whether it does work or whether it doesn't work, okay, because um, there's data showing both, and that's 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 uh, there's always look where there's where there's money or an agenda, there's always going to be data supporting both sides. That's that's how it is. But in in my opinion, I think that it, it's a control issue. It's a control issue, um, and and what they're going to do is they're going to say, look, you know, we let you not wear the mask. And things got out of hand. So now everybody has to get the vaccine. Yes, I agree with you. you well, know, I it's find it crazy psychological when you see someone, warfare. You know, you see someone driving and they're wearing a mask <laughs> and at the bus stop. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? But yeah, oh no, I don't know. I mean, I I mean to each their own. I just I, I don't like I don't like how the government's telling people you have to do this, you have to do that. If you live in this country. You have to do this. Like even in Canada, like we have provinces, not states. And in this province, you have to do this. In the province over, you have to do that. And, you know, traveling, you're, you're, restrictions. You're, you're like, you're, it's your not, prime um, minister is a douchebag. Oh, he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. He's, a, he's a douchebag, dude. He's, he's a soy boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Between him and Biden, I don't know, North America is oh, falling apart now. Oh, shit. I mean... Fuck. No, I mean, no, 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 no wonder, no wonder the uh, Mexico's taken over by the cartels, right? You know, it's sad when, when you have to say Mexico is the free country right now in the world. You know, I mean, that's that's pathetic. I mean, Canada. I mean, the US, cartels run the country, though. Sure. It's 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 a little too free. <laughs> Leonard, you, you, Leonard, you should join the cartel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw some of their execution videos, so I wouldn't have the stomach yeah. for that. You know what it is, Lenny? You know, that you, you pretty much go in, and the, the whole thing is, is that you know that you're going to die going out. Yeah. Like, they, 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 don't, they don't have, like, really OGs. You get to a certain age, and they kill you and take your shit. That's it. It's a very dirty business, man. So no loyalty. Well, worse than the mafia, then. Worse than the mafia, by far. Much worse. Speaking they, of they cartel... My my yeah. girlfriend and I were watching. Uh, we're actually in the middle of watching El Chapo. Have you guys seen that show? A little bit, yeah. Uh, is is it the series? 
Yeah, it's a series on Netflix. Yeah, it's, it's I've seen it. Like, man. I've seen it. It's pretty good. It's like Narcos or whatever with yeah, uh, Paul yeah. Escobar, but with El Chapo. Yeah, it's really good. We're in the middle of it. Yeah, the end. The ending's pretty cool. <laughs> I won't spoil it for you. <laughs> yeah, don't spoil it. So, so guys, let's. Where's um, where's where's other Rob? I'm right here. Are you there? Okay, cool. I thought we lost you for a minute. No, no, I'm here. So, so what are you doing these days, man? Are you training for anything? Any goals? Uh, I told you. I said I I I extended the olive branch, man. I, I wasn't trying to pressure you, but um, I, I want. I really would like to see. I would like everyone to see what what how you respond to one of my protocols. Yeah, I would. I would absolutely love to. I mean, right now I'm just, uh, you know, I'm training with Lenny every day. We're trying to focus on his his thing, but at the same time, I mean, you know, I want to take myself to levels that I've never reached before. But you know, mostly for myself, partly as a big, you know, middle finger to all the trolls and bullshit that we deal with, but mostly for myself. You know, I've never really been too concerned with bodybuilding, but as for I want to put up numbers that I haven't really put up before. Well, well, you're in the 70s today, I've seen. That's pretty good. Yeah, we're getting up there. I mean, I'm getting more aggressive with the workouts, and um, <clears throat> I'm starting to feel really good in the gym. Uh, my biggest my biggest weakness would be, uh, like, squats. Like, say I do the uh, the hack squat where you can, you can go reverse and your shoulders are on those pads or, like, a right. pendulum squat. Like, my yeah. legs have the strength. Like, I could do, you know, six plates, whatever, on those, but – when it comes to the squats, I mean, 225 even feels like it's digging into the, it's just such an uncomfortable movement, which, you know, I fight through it and I could probably do 315 for 10. Do uh, you, do you have any curvature? I do. I, I have anterior pelvic tilt bad. Okay. So that's, that's probably part of the problem. And, and you yeah. may want to consider that. I know you want to put up high numbers in squats, but you may want to think about picking another exercise because it, it, anatomically it's not, it's not going to work for you. You're going to hurt yourself. So then it, then, then it would make sense uh, for me to do like hack the things that, that do feel comfortable for legs, like hack. Absolutely. Okay, good. All right. That makes me feel better. Then. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So not every- so I seen you pushing three plates aside there on your bench. You're pushing it like it was nothing, Rob. Yeah, I've got I got it for eight on Monday. I've gotten it for more in the past uh, with Leonard, and I've gotten four hundred five before. But right. it's just oh, the, shit. the consistency, you know. I, I'll I'll pro- I promise. Uh, you that strong, dude? Really? You you putting up four plates like that? Uh, on bench was always my strongest. Yeah, deadlift I never maxed, yeah. but my best set was maybe like four hundred five. Deadlift. Which is deadlift might be a problem too because of the pelvic issue. It is, yeah. It makes it makes it fucking worse. I mean, those yeah. two exercises that you now you know what? On the other hand, you might want to try going for a good leg press because a leg press, your 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 pel your your pelvis is back. It, it's already back against that pad. You're good. Just don't yeah. don't let it don't let your lower back tilt up. You know. Yeah, you can ask Lenny. I the this leg press, don't... I go a little lighter, but I go very, very deep on the leg press. Yeah, the home's very deep but, and very low wait. on squats as well. I understand Bundy, he's a big squatter, deadlifter, correct? Oh, my God. That guy. Oh, my God, man. You know the, the stuff that you see, the deadlift, you see nine plates on each side? That was at the end of the back workout. At the Whoa. end of the back workout. Oh, Okay, I see him doing do, a video we, with the, the walking lunges there too. Yeah. He's yeah. he's strong as hell, man. That guy has got so much potential in bodybuilding. I mean, and you know what? 
and the guy's like he's he's got a great personality he's, he makes some great videos um yeah i i'm really curious to see where he's gonna he's go very educated because he's uh, he's really got the potential he's got the graduate graduate from morgan state he was playing football there um very very talented very quick very fast very agile also besides bodybuilding you know uh good great at football um you know i mean you know, I got to tell you, it's a privilege to be able to work with someone like him. You don't always get, I mean, I, I know I, I do what I do and, and I'm, I, I feel like I, I do, I do my best at what I, I do my, my best at what I do. I can't say I'm the best at, at what, what it is because I don't really, it's, it's really hard to compare, but, but I do my best when I work with someone, regardless of whether they're pro or not. When it came to Bundy, you know, the potential that I saw it was, it was, I was awestruck. I mean, cause I've actually seen him in the gym. I've seen him train. I've seen him right there, take his shirt off after the workout. And, and, and I was, I was, you know, dumbfounded because I, I know what he's doing and uh, you know, it, it, none of the other guys have gotten this far on, on something like what he's doing. Just none of them. It's, it's unheard of. You, you don't turn pro on the minuscule uh, amounts of supplements that he's taking. Plus he's about six feet tall, correct? Six foot one. Six one. See, that's what I want to see. All these guys are five, eight. You get a guy like him at six one. I like to see him dominate. Now, you, never now you know, now, you know, uh, Nick Walker didn't, didn't just smash him at the North Americans. He barely beat him. He beat him, but he didn't. He didn't just smoke him. And he, and you know, you know, Bundy gave it up in the rear door bicep. I don't think he had that really well. But you have to understand, Bundy's a, a working progress. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He's only done a few shows. He he's just learning how to body. He's only been bodybuilding for five years. Bodybuilding. Oh. So with Big Rod, you know, Team Alpha Zulu Strong, um, them, you know, he pushes Bundy to the to the point. He breaks him down. You know, he, I mean, I look, I've watched these other guys train. I see Bonac. I've seen, I've seen all of them train. Okay. Nobody. And I've said this before and I'll say it again. Nobody trains like big rod and, and Bundy. Nobody. You, 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 I, I won't even work out with him. He'll, he'll break me in the first two sets. I won't be able to move. I, I'll, I might have a seizure if I tried the whole workout with them. And I'm not punk. I'm not a punk. I train hard. I do the drop sets. I do the giant sets. I do the super sets. But there's something about when a 300-pound big-ass motherfucker behind you says, says uh, uh, you owe me that money. You ain't getting up, motherfucker, until you do it. <laughs> or some shit like that. You're, you're... That's what the taco queen tells Brad. I'm sorry. <laughs> really yeah well it must work then it must work you know? that's a good one i love that i never thought of it like that thank you that was a good one i love it i love it's i love the, the psychology of it i used to have my partner say wanted to bring a gun in and point to my head and say you know i want more reps you know or well see in that in that case you knew he wasn't going to shoot you but in this case dude Big Rod, dude, he he really knows how to take to take you to the limit. And I'll tell you this, and I and I and I'm not saying this to be negative. This is not negative about anyone. So please, haters and trolls, just stop it. But listen, I, I admire Charles Glass. He's a great trainer, but he doesn't come. 
he doesn't come close. I mean, it's it's not even like it's it's not even in the same ballpark, man. Chris Psycho Fitness, yeah, I mean, you know, he's a good trainer, and but again, not not even not even in the same ballpark, man. I, I I've got I've got to be able to get some video. See, Rod, Rod, you know, he he doesn't. He's a very private person. And I remember I've been his friend since I was 18 years old. So I'm 48. So that just tells you how long I've been his friend for a long time. And, you know, he's always been that guy that just trains hard. Listen, he can curl 225 for reps. At that age. Curl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, 54, he's 54 years old and he still can incline uh, five plates on each side for reps. That's still. Absurd. It's, 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 it's just mind blowing. You, you, you think, you know, bodybuilding and then you, and then you realize how big of a part genetics really play that you can't buy that with drugs like Nick Walker. He's good, but you can honestly fit Nick Walker inside of Bundy. That's how, that's how impressive Bundy's frame is. And Bundy has a better V taper than Akeem, who's also very good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I mean, I mean, listen, who do you think would win, Nick Walker or Hakeem? I'd have to go with Hakeem right now. Yeah. But it all depends on who dials it in the best, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that's, again, what, what Rob and I are doing. You know, there's a lot of coaches out there, and they know how to get their client all the way up into that last two-week point. But when it comes to that last two-week point, I've got this down like nobody else. I can, I can literally – look at someone and tell them what they'll weigh at the weigh-ins. I'm right. I can tell them what they're going to weigh in the morning. I'm right. But not just that. I can let them know that they're going to, their body's going to pop off after we do the following. And you know what? I had a client who just won a show a couple weeks ago, a novice, never competed before. And was it prior, prior to that was an alcoholic decided to started working with me. I got him ready for the show. And, um, you know, um, amongst other things, yes, we did Lasix and we did potassium, not injectable, just oral Lasix. And we did this, the, the, uh, no salt, but what, one thing that we did, um, that a lot of, uh, a lot of other coaches don't do was I had to eat a donut while he was pumping up. And, you know, it was just the right amount of sugar that was kind of time released a little bit by the, by the substance in the donut and a little bit of salt that, that just set him off. Right. And he pumped up and he looked amazing and he beat a guy who was actually, leaner than him and who was bigger than him. The reason he beat him was because his muscles were pressed against the skin. Mm-hmm. They, and, and the other guys weren't. And that makes a huge, Lenny, you know, that makes a big difference. Cause it, if you have a sub Q film or something like that, the guy that's drier wins, right? Yes. But in that case, that's interesting. It's a guy that's full in the right places. I didn't realize that what you just said. So thank you. Well, see, and and that's why I don't understand why these other coaches just, you've never heard him say it. So I'll, I'll go ahead and be the the first and, and one to say it. They're all not doing their best because they don't know how to use potassium, potassium chloride, not, not regular, but potassium chloride, because it literally acts like a, like a shield and it protects it protects the water in the cell from leaving the cell. And when you're taking, even when you're taking diazide that it's supposedly a, a, a potassium sparing, when you're in that condition, if, if there's no water to, to, to go, it's not potassium sparing. Where on the other hand, 
if you take potassium, it'll get rid of every little crevice of water inside of your muscle and you'll look better than anybody. So, you know, I don't know what the other coaches are doing, but the fact that they've never really spoken about something as, as, as important and as simple as potassium, I'm not really sure why. I mean, we talk about diuretics and everybody talks about Lasix like it's the devil, but Lasix just, it just requires potassium more than any other one, you know? But I mean, to every, to, for every diuretic, some small amount of potassium should be used regardless. Right. You know, I understand Dan Duchesne was a believer in Lasix, oral Lasix. Oh, yeah. Oh, injectable, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? If not, I heard Ben Aziza did it. And so I kind of, I kind of took what I heard and I, I figured out what, what they did wrong. I understood the concept. Ben Aziza's concept was correct. Um, the water has to be shifted and then you got to get rid of the sub Q water. And, and so that's what the potassium and the Lasix do. And I think there, I think if used properly, I think it, it really is the best. I mean, again, I, I held two people last year. One, we had the whole nine yards, the injectable Lasix, everything. The other one only needed a little bit of aldactone and some diazide. Both of them turned pro, but it really depends on the, on the physique. You can't just automatically cookie cutter say, oh, injectable Lasix and slow K is going to be the best. That's really not true. They could actually, it, it, it may ruin a physique in some cases, you know? Well, you know what? You're uh, right. It's, it's, I find the thing is you, you can't tell someone what they're going to be taking and make a cookie cutter program. You have to, you know, analyze their physique and it's like, Hey, Hey, you know what? This person might not even need a diuretic, right? You know, you never yeah, really know. That's and, true. You know, or they might need this or they might need that. It's, you know, you can't just say that someone needs aldactone and diazide or Lasix, but um, it's just having all those tools in your toolbox as a trainer and knowing how to properly use them, how to read your client and when does your client need this, how much do they take, um, you know, do, do they potassium load, how much potassium are they taking, you know, Sodium and things load. like that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and all these things are going to be talked about in this, in this pamphlet style book that we're putting out there. And then, like I said, this is going to be a series leading up to an actual uh, book that you'll be able to get on Amazon or Barnes and Nobles or whatever, which is going to take some time to make. And, and, and I'm, I've already gotten some clearance to be able to put uh, Bundy and Rod's pictures in the book. So that's going to be phenomenal. So you're going to be able to see some, some crazy, by the way, uh, big Lenny gets to hear this out, right? Mm -hmm. Bent over barbell row with proper form, six plates on each side for over eight reps. Oh, that's unheard of. Six. Nobody's done that. Now you go on at big underscore bad underscore Bundy and you'll see it. It's there. It's amazing. I've never seen it before. His form was great. Unlike, you know, last year where his form wasn't so good. Rod really got him to get that mind body connection and he did a fabulous job of it. Big shout out to team Alpha Zulu strong. I mean, we are all making such a great, effort the, the the three of us to bring in bunny for the tampa and and i and, and hey robzilla yeah um do you think it's possible i mean i'm you know i'm not trying to put you on the spot while we're on the camera but do you think it's possible you and lenny can come to the tampa it'd be great to see you yeah, guys august there 7th, right it's yeah august 7th i'd love to see you man introduce yeah. you to bundy yeah um lenny what, what do you say about that leonard definitely Absolutely. 
we have multiple reasons to go uh, out to Tampa. So okay, great. Yeah. Um, then let's do it. Then listen, I, I'd yeah. love to go. I love. I think it's a two and a half hour drive. Lenny said. I know Lenny. Lenny had told me. I had asked Lenny if he could go, and he, he wasn't sure. So I'll ask you. Then you guys can do videos on the way there. And then, and then when I see you, we could shoot some videos and then we could do something with, with Rob, um, with team prep stars and, 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 you know, just a, 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 a positive collaboration because we're, we're ready, man. We, you know, Bundy, but Rod is, is, is he did his job. He's, he's doing his job and, you know, I don't care who is doing the show. If it's, if it's Roly, if it's, if it's uh, Hunter, if it's, you know, uh, Sergio or it really doesn't matter. They're not going to be Bundy. Our, our whole thing is, is that if we come in shredded, then, then it would be no different than if Bundy was shredded at the Olympia. And if Bundy was shredded at the Olympia, uh, you know, Phil Heath is not doing it. Um, Sean Roden's not doing it. Honestly, man, I don't see Bundy not placing in the top four. What would you his, say Bundy's biggest weakness is? His back. Okay. But he's bringing it up. Yeah. You know, it, it back, I would say arm size, you know, uh, maybe maybe bicep peak because his triceps are, are, are crazy. But he really has done a uh, – I mean, listen, I, I mean, all, all hats off to, to Big Rod, who, by the way, was like one of my first guys back in the, in the 90s. You know what I mean? I, I helped him for – for uh, a couple of shows and he, he, he really, really shocked Jim Mannion with his physique. It was that, it was that aesthetic. Everything flowed perfectly. I mean, he really had a, a physique that I would say would rival the symmetry of Lee Haney and, and Flex Wheeler. It was, and Vince Taylor, it was up there with the greatest of, 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 of symmetries. Um, and, and he's going to be at the Tampa and you'll see him because he's, he's getting, he's doing the North Americans. Wow, which is a month after the Tampa. So you're going to see big rod. And he's already told me, this is the, the, this is the, this is the best and the lightest he's weighed since, you know, over maybe 30 years now. Okay. M mind you how long I've known him. Okay. It's, it's been a while. So it's tw 25 plus years this is the best he's ever looked. And you're going to see him in a few weeks and he's, you know, going to be in really good shape and he's going to go to the gym and he's going to train so I don't know if you guys can, but if you can get a hotel and, and, you know, that'd be great because then we could all go to the gym together and train. You could get some footage of that too. You know, big yeah. rod training is pretty good. We have to, there's just, there's one condition. That's my birthday weekend. So everyone's going to have to chip in to give me a blow job and a birthday cake, but we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, de definitely, definitely. I would, I would love it. I just texted Boston right now because i know he's out there and i said hey if we so we got multiple reasons to go to tampa lenny uh new world nutrition's out there too but um we yeah we have to go we'll be there guaranteed we'll do whatever you guys want to do yeah i mean it'd be great depending on when you get there it'd be great i know rod's going to be training yep um i i know that if we do if we train on a friday the show saturday if we train on friday we're gonna have to do it somewhat early because i'm gonna really be focusing on dry and Bundy out on Friday, big time. And so, you know, Saturday, we're going to fill them out. Saturday, maybe Friday night, Saturday, we're going to fill them out so he gets that pop to him. And, you know, man, when you get a guy that's got that kind of shape, 
that's on. Listen, again, I, I have to say, and, and, and coaches don't take credit for, for when they don't do good. They only take credit for when they do good. But I have to take credit and responsibility for him not looking his best at the Nationals. It's my fault. It's my fault because I couldn't tell what he looked like in the pictures. I couldn't tell what he looked like in the videos. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the light reflecting off of the skin. You know, um, it would be the same if, as if he didn't have a, a tan on, but his, his skin color is so dark that it, it reflected off of it. I couldn't, I couldn't really tell whether he was flat or whether he needed uh, to lose a film of water. Now, you, if you were able to make it in person, I mean, that would have been a different story, right? Well, that's what this Tampa trip's about. That's why I'm going. I'm going to prove a point. I'm and the point is, is not so much that, oh, you know, look what a difference a mean can make if he's there. That's not the point. The point is, is look how good this motherfucker looks when he's on. That's the point. Because it's my responsibility to make sure that he peaks for this show. Now, Rod, Rod has done his work. So at the end of the day, it's on me. And I'm willing to take that responsibility to be a part of the team. I'm willing to take the responsibility of people saying, oh, me, you fucked up. You fucked up big time. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. But I'm willing to take that responsibility to have somebody like him listen to everything I'm saying. You know, you have to understand, man, he's taking a big gamble on listening to everything I have to say. That's a big gamble. You know what I mean? He's putting, he's putting his show in my hands. They did all the work. And it's up me to, to up to me to make it or break it for him. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm coming with my A game and I don't see anything but him looking his best and us potentially getting a contract with uh, Redcon one because Aaron Singerman should be there to see what he looks like. Well, uh, don't mention Aaron that you're friends with us. I'll just say that. But. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard what happened with you guys at the gym. Refresh well, my memory. We went there like uh, maybe six months ago, me and Lenny together to try it out. And we filmed a video and just, you know, Lenny's typical antics, just uh, the girl at the front said, you guys are giving off weird energy. And we just couldn't stop laughing about that. <laughs> and when they watched it, when the Redcon employees watched the video back, they don't get Lenny's uh, shtick. Like Lenny's that we just rip on people. That <laughs> shit, you know, uh, they didn't get it. So I signed up by myself. Um, at one point I was, I went for two days and then I walked in one day and the girl said, wait a minute, aren't you so-and-so with the Delray misfits? Uh, I'm revoking your membership. We can't have any Delray misfit, uh, affiliation. This, in this Holy game. cow. Well, yeah. listen, I, I, and let me back this up a little bit. Okay. I don't think Aaron Singerman's got anything to do with that, but, but, but on another note, even if he does, my relationship with him is through Roger. Roger knows him. So right, it's no. not the typical bodybuilding channels. Listen, even if even if it was well, the, the kid at, who was working there called Aaron and Aaron's the one who made the decision on the phone. So it was him. But even so, I, I understand that, you know, the Delray Misfits uh, have a reputation around town. No, that's man, that's not cool. You know what it is? You're not black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you were black, then it wouldn't be a problem. Well, I'm doing Milana tan, so I should be black in Tampa. <laughs> You're funny as shit, dude. You're funny. How do you like that honey. stuff, Leonard? What's your what what uh, dose are you taking? I'm taking a milligram a day, trying to get in the tanning bed every day. And the sun here. I tell you what, dope. that shit really works, man. I took it and I was like, holy cow, no tan lines. He's I was really surprised. Hey, Rob, what was your dose that you took there? How much of that shit did you take? 
I only took one minute. I took Lenny, tried to do Lenny's dose, and I get nauseous and sick from it. You got to build up to one yeah. milligram, I guess. Yeah. But Lenny's no, no, no. Some people, Rob, some people get sick from it. It's it, not everybody does. Some people do. You maybe it's not a, maybe it's not the drug for you. Last night I did ha um, half a milligram and I was fine. So okay, or, or no, a third. Just of a be milligram. careful. Yeah, a third of a milligram, I'm fine. Half, I'm fine. But Lenny's already four 10 milligram bottles deep in two weeks. <laughs> Jesus, Lenny, how right, much you taking at a time? Just Look one minute a day. But it's, it's been rainy here, but it's been weeks, been pretty sunny. So, but when, don't it. you think it works better if you take less and get sun than if you take more and don't get sun? Uh, well, I just take the same dosage, but yeah, I probably would. But the sun is the key, but it really works great for a tanning bed, I noticed. Mm. It's the only what? thing that really tans you in a tanning bed is melanotan. And evenly too, so you don't have to worry. Like yeah. if, if, for example, if your hand gets tanned, your whole body gets tanned. You know what I mean? It's really weird like that. Yeah. How dark are you going for? As dark as I can. Are you trying to be black? I look like Bundy's twin brother here. See, see, this is a clear, <laughs> a clear case of uh, a, a clear case of Leonard uh, 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 self-identifying himself as a as a as a as an African. <laughs> hey, I don't to survive these days. I'm sorry to say it. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny, Lenny. When I grew up, I I, I graduated from T.C. Williams High School. I would say it, I was it was in the upper eighty percent um, that were black, and you know, it it just ended up being that you know all my friends were black, man. Yeah, I don't I don't even know how to explain it. So I I really do understand what they go through. I yeah, mean, I can, see Williams. I, Wasn't that the high school in? Uh, remember the Titans. Remember yes, the Titans was. of Denzel Washington. Yeah, it was. Huh. Yeah, I, I, I went to, to military. I, I went to military school my freshman and sophomore year, Fourth Union Military Academy, and then I went to TC Williams my uh, junior and senior year, where I graduated from there. And I tell you what, I was already stealing gear when I was at TC Williams. Okay, so one of the hall monitors worked out at my gym. I ended up selling him gear. He ended up going around when I, I would call, I would, I would page him and he would call me back and I, and I would tell him, look, I'm not going to be in school today until two. Can you go around and erase all my absences? So my teachers, it was like a, a thing you had to fill in circles. My teachers would mark me absent. He would pick up the sheet and he'd erase it. So at the end of the year, the teachers are like, oh, sorry, you failed too many absences. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're all excused. <laughs> it's a good connection. Right, but uh, for the sake of argument, steroids were not illegal then. So long time ago, it was a long time ago, back in the glory days. Yeah, thanks, George W. Bush. <laughs> well, even in Canada, steroids here are—it's a Schedule Four drug, and so the way it's written is, you know, you—you're—if it's for personal use, there's nothing illegal about having it on hand, um, as long as you don't have it, uh, you know for distribution purposes. So it's actually completely legal to take. You just can't buy it or sell it. But if are you have it on you, it's legal. Well, what about Mero? Go ahead. Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead I mean. No, you go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Are they aggressive as far as like trying to bust dealers and labs? Um, I mean, it happens for sure, especially for the guys that are, you know, heat bags about it. But yeah, there's definitely some busts um, that happen in Canada. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a Schedule Four drug, I believe. What is it in the U.S. Schedule Three? Yes. 
The schedule, yeah. I don't know if it's the same scheduling, but schedule three is a controlled substance where they track all of the ones that are made. I mean, you were going to ask him, I think, about marijuana over there, right? Yeah, I was going to say, you know, compared to marijuana, where do we where do we rate the uh, the steroids? Because marijuana is legal there, isn't it? Well, marijuana used to be a schedule three drug here in Canada. Now it's legal, but if you were to catch, if they were to catch someone selling marijuana, it would probably be, you know, like a bootlegging charge or something, I would assume, you know, it'd be like someone selling alcohol, right? You're, you're not allowed to sell alcohol unless you have a license for it. So, so let me ask you this is, is, is schedule one street drug or is schedule five or six street drug in in your country? No schedule one or street rep drugs. That's how it is over here too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think in Australia, I think Australia, I think uh, performance enhancement drugs are schedule one now. Yeah, they are. They are. Listen, it's a shame because, you know, I mean, it's just really pushing towards the future of the evolution of, of sports, which is going to be gene doping. And I, I touched on this briefly with you, and I'll just mention it briefly because we'll we'll do an episode on it. Uh, you and I, Rob, will do an episode on it. But basically, they already have the technology to isolate genetics from somebody else insert the and uh, and insert them into you using the, the what's called CRISPR technology. So for example, let's just say you wanted to be real sinister and you followed around Ronnie Coleman and then he he was shaving and you 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 grab his trash and, and, and you take that razor blade and you get his DNA analyzed. And now all of a sudden if you say you want Ronnie Coleman's back, you start you you with the CRISPR technology. You, there's a solution you make, and you start injecting the solution, and little by little, you start getting Ronnie Coleman's back. So basically, they took the drugs for you. You you didn't you don't even have to take steroids anymore. Wow, that's, that's fascinating. That's they, it, 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 it gets worse than that because when I when when I tell you something, I tell you from A to Z. So the Z part is the drug testing for this or the testing for this. How do you test for this? Right? You test for this because you have to submit your mother and your father's genetics mm-hmm. and then if those if if the, your your submitted genetics don't have your or have something other than your mother and your father's genetics you fail for gene doping oh that's that's going to be the future but we're looking at about maybe 20 years maybe but it's coming man so white people yeah, are going to have a chance in basketball again pretty much oh yeah and and, and you, you listen down listen down to the down to the curliness of the hair the straightness of the hair the pigment of the skin the shape of the nose the shape of the lips the eyes i mean any single thing that makes up a person can be isolated the peak in the bicep the fiber of the look the low body fat whatever it can be isolated and it can be inserted into another human being which is really frankensteinish but this is the truth guys that's going to be the, the future effects of the brain the intelligence and they that too that like too that. because it's part of it's part of your DNA. So what you're going to have is you're going to have on. See, we're talking about sports now, but you're you're going to have on the other end uh, super rich p- people that m- that may want their child to have um, unbelievable piano skills. Mm-hmm. Okay, like or be the next Beethoven, Mozart, whatever. Okay, so they find somebody who has those type of genetics, buy one of their hairs, or get one of their hairs, obtain one of their hairs, whatever. Okay. 
And, 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 and by the way, that's what's going to lead to a true market and a black market. You'll have guys like Tiger Woods and he'll have his authenticated DNA. And then you'll have somebody like, you know, uh, I don't want to use a name, but Joe Blow, who's a trainer, who says that he's got Tiger Woods's genes. But, you know, he, uh, say, you know, I got it from when he was at the sports club, he shaved and I got his razor. You know what I mean? But the one who, <laughs> the, well, that's that's another way. Yeah. But the one who really has the authenticated, he'll have a certif certified letter from uh, from Tiger saying that, you know, he has permission to sell it. But that DNA will sell for millions of dollars, oh. millions millions so rob's all i can see he's thinking about jerking off in a bottle and selling off his jizz for millions of dollars <laughs> no i'm thinking i'm more that, thinking that's about, a sperm donation dude <laughs> i'm more thinking about hanging out in a black barbershop collecting some hair so i can get that big pecker gene okay hold on. <laughs> oh, so by the way just so you know and i think the guy with the largest penis is mexican so <laughs> Put that in the maybe maybe he already did the gene doping for you. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny loves it. I can't wait to see you again, man. It, it, it only the only thing is 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 when I'm with you, you know, I you, you really are so much bigger than me. I, I'm like like you're not even like one of your legs. <laughs> okay, Rob's pushing three hundred pounds, so. You'll be in big company. They'll think we're all your bodyguards. Everybody around me is huge. I got Rod. I got Bun Bundy. I got you. I got Robzilla. I mean, dude, it's just like, and I, and I and I, it's it's it, like it's not that I don't want to be big, but you know, I get. I'm 170 right now. If I get if I get near 175, blood pressure starts to go up. I don't feel as good as I should. And I got to think about my kid, man. I can't have a stroke. I've already taken steroids on and off my whole life. The last thing I want to do is die. And they say, you know, that selfish motherfucker, he didn't even stop for his son. Whereas, you know, using a little bit here and there and not getting yeah. over 175, I don't feel like I'm, I'm doing something bad in my own. I hate that when people <laughs> point a particular drug or something, when they have no idea what really caused the death. Whether, even yeah. if it's recreational drugs, they have no idea and they make their judgments. And ruin the person's legacy. Do that too often. Sad man. Yeah, it really is. And like what they did with Prince, you know what I mean? Right away, yeah. and and then automatically that meant that he was getting uh, counterfeit drugs off the street. So he was getting it prescribed, and he was getting counterfeit off the street. But you know what's funny about that? Nobody looked into who was getting it for him. Mm -hmm. That that investigation ended. Mm-hmm. So what's up with your list, Lenny? You getting ready for this competition? Well, with all this party I'm doing, you know, the morning bike where I'm doing, you know, in high gear, I'll bike like 30 minutes in the sun right. and the humidity. It does have effect on my strength because I'll eat and then take a nap and go to the gym. And right. my strength is, you know, not really moving. Well, it's hot up. there, man. Yeah, but I'm, I'm surprised how much, and the cardio is pretty intense. So how much effect does on recuperation? My legs are sore 24-7. Because when oh. the other day I do deadlifts, other days I do legs. Okay. And just, but how, how, are, how are the legs? How, how are the legs? Uh, how's the, the uh, swelling in the legs? Well, it's open up and I don't know if you can see it bleeding again. Okay, yeah, I see it. Yeah. It's just that I'm going to have to tape myself up good, but hey, I got to fight and I guess. How's, how's, your, how's your sodium intake, bro? It's very high. Very, very high. Okay. That's well, something I never skimped on. 
But let me ask you something though. When is it high? Like, well, do you just put it high throughout the day? Because it doesn't need to be high all twenty four seven. You could time it, and then that, and then then you'll have less edema. Oh, okay. I didn't think that might was causing it. Uh, no, yeah, you don't have to keep it twenty four seven. You could you could time when I'm, it. During the time I'm eating, you know, at night obviously there's no sodium, but okay. I do take in quite a few grams. That is so I so I would I, yeah quite a few grams is fine I but I I would say you know do it before you ride your bike before you do biking in the morning and and then I wouldn't do I would do more than first thing in the morning but then the second largest amount I would do before you train but then after you train you don't need as much okay you know I mean what time but are you training right now pardon me what time are you training about five o'clock Five. five o'clock. Yeah. So, so you're, you're good doing it with, with your first meal in the morning and then sometime between then and five and then just shortly before five. And then after that, you don't, so three times is all you need. Okay. And, and that doesn't mean double up. That means you just cut back the other ones cause you'll be fine. Okay. And, and if you need doing to listen, some, uh, some weight training there, Lenny, are you doing some boxing training as well? Yes. Yeah, so they have a bag at the gym. I'm, in the heavy bag every other day, various combinations. Now and you got like, an MMA guy you're working with, right? Yeah, I haven't really gotten to the kicks and stuff yet, but I just think, and I was told, you know, just get that cardio, get that endurance in. There's yeah, so many get things the conditioning, you can do. right? Yeah, it's the main thing. Because uh, I'm so much bigger than Mr. G, and he's in such good cardiovascular shape, which he's been in for years. That was his forte. Yeah. yeah. But, well, you know what? Like, even when you're fighting, because, um, you know, I know just uh, like because I played hockey and I did a lot of fighting when I was playing hockey, your adrenaline's pumping. And I mean, after a matter mm -hmm. of 30 seconds of fighting, I mean, you know, you can hardly throw a punch. It's like, holy smokes. I mean, yeah, you've got the equipment on and you're skating. So, you know, you are exerting a little bit more energy when you're on the ice. But yeah, shit, man, if uh, I if I were you, I would be focusing on conditioning, which it sounds like you are. But that's going to be really important for this fight, I believe. So Rob, yeah. And technique as well. You think that the like, even if he trains and he's in good condition for a five minute round, it doesn't compare to when you're out there in front of people with that adrenaline going. That's what you're saying, right? That's exactly mm -hmm. it. And I mean, a yeah. five minute round. I mean, holy smokes, man! I mean, that's uh, that that's a that's long. That's what you know, that's what the guy wants. You know, he's he way he tried to back out of the fight twice. He wants me to back out, but it's not happening. All I'm saying to myself is, uh, -uh I'm going to take him out before then. And if I don't, hey, that's my own fault. I'm going to suffer. Hey, hey, Lenny, have you done how, – how long can you basically, you know, like stand and kind of like, you know, like, you know, like boxers do, you know, how they kind of like they, – they're not standing still, obviously. You're not just waiting there to get punched. But you no, know how you do that? How long can you do that? No, no more than a minute. No, you did, you did 90 second rounds at Matt's and you were fine. Yeah. And he had you Lenny, doing stuff. Lenny. Too. Lenny, you know what I recommend to you, man, right now? Because you need to increase the stamina immediately, okay? When you start running out of air, they, they make these things. That they're, they're, you know what? Hold on one second. Let me show you what it looks like. Hold on one second. Now, now Lenny, while we have a mean here, isn't it worth getting his opinion on you? You know your idea right now as far as taking certain things and then you'll feel better after? Oh, look at that. You want one of these, Lenny. What is it? It's oxygen. Mm -hmm. So when you're, you, you go like this, you put it. Wow. So when you're running out of air and you feel like you're tired, I want you to take a couple puffs of this 
And then I want you to keep, you know, keep, keep going, push yourself harder. Where where, where can I get one at? I mean, I'm sure you can get, well, you know what? I don't know. I, I would I would think you can get anything off I mean, Amazon. Sell it at Dick's. But I, you know, I, in, yeah, in Colorado, dude, you can get these everywhere because people get altitude sickness. Okay. So you take a couple of puffs of this, it's good. But um, I really, really recommend that you you train with this, okay? And and when you videotape it, make sure you give me a shout out. Definitely will. And do you recommend I have that ringside between rounds? At one hundred percent, man, okay. you, you're gonna you're gonna be needing to hit the oxygen. And I listen. I don't. I don't want people to think like you're doing it just for the show. So make sure you do it before then, and make sure you videotape it while you're training. You you, you record it, you know, while you're training, because I, I you don't want people thinking that you know you, you're doing it just for the show. Let people know you've been doing it the whole time. Okay. You know, okay. I, it's gonna help you, man. Um, what else did you want to ask me, man? I can help you with. Uh. I've heard that uh, Epicrit will help the erythropoietin or Procrit. Lenny, you can't take that, bro. Uh, uh, it, 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 you know, it, it, it might help, but you, you, can't, you can't take that. You're too big. Listen, you know, I, I, in all honesty, I think you should think about this. The, the heavier you are, at some point, it's not going to be an advantage. It's going to be a disadvantage because your strength isn't going to become, you know, exponentially parallel gains with your, with your weight to some point it is right. But at some point it's not going to be, so you need to find out where it is and where it's not going to be. And then that that's where you want to go for conditioning. And when you go for conditioning, you, you're, you should expect to be lighter. Yeah. I definitely got a plan to be lighter, maybe 280. Uh, but I think it's, it's MMA. And I'm, I'll be heavier than him, maybe 80 pounds or more. I could really wrestle him down, get on top of him. Well, him yeah, up. but dude, even at, even, even at 280, 300, dude, you, you're going to squish him like a grape if you wrestle him down. And I think you should. You know, I think you should. And watch out for him if he, if he starts trying to kick the leg. I see, I see him being the kind that was gonna, that's going to try to, you know, just chip, 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 chip away. His, his coaches are probably telling him that. Yeah, I'm so, not going to get covered up my shins. I mean – no, just fucking go. If he if he start if he the, the minute he chips at your shins, attack him like a rhino. Okay. I think your advantage, Lenny, is going to be at the beginning of the fight. Now, how long at the beginning? I'm not exactly sure, but you know, if you come at him hard and you connect, I mean, he he's going to feel it. Okay. I know another advantage that you're going to have, Leonard, but I'll keep that one a secret. Oh, he's going to fart on him. Hi, come on man i know hey listen hey let me let me give you a really good hint okay get him in an arm bar man don't spend your energy wrestling it ronda rousey was so good for a reason she got you in an arm bar you're done man you're tapping out you please don't break my arm okay don't break his arm okay uh but Seriously, don't break his arm, Lenny. It's 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 easy to do that when you put him in an arm bar. So practice it before you do it because you might accidentally do it. But you get him in an arm. What you do is you you have look. You have to have a strategy. Okay. Ultimately, it's he's there. You're here. Okay. He's gonna do whatever he does. But what's your strategy? If it was me and I was you, okay, I would attack him, grab him, 
get him on the ground. And while you're getting him on the ground, I would grab his arm and I would put him in an arm bar as you're getting him to the ground so that you don't have to wrestle him when you're on the ground. You have him in an arm bar right then. Put it out. You, you, you'll, win, you'll win in less than a minute if you do this. But, but don't, don't, don't let him run you around the ring because he'll try to make you tired. Okay. So if he does that slowly and slowly and slowly inch, inch, inch closer to him and then go in, don't, don't let him try to weasel his way out of a, of, of a wrestle. And, and again, don't wrestle him, get him down and make him submit with the arm bar. Okay. Or, 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 or a leg bar or something like that. I mean, either one, once you get him to the ground, if he starts hopping around the place, it's going to be hard to do this, you know, but he's probably not going to ever think in a million years that you're going to put him in a submission hold. And, you know, he's probably thinking you would go for a chokehold over an arm bar. I, t- I tell you, surprise his ass, go for that arm bar. Well, he watches every single thing I'm on now. So. Well, That's either way, dude, there's, there's, there's three different, different solid good holds you can get shit. You could even get the wrist too. Uh, so, you know, but he won't, he won't know which one you're going to get, but you got the arm bar, you got the leg bar and you got the net, you know, cho- choking him out. Um, you'll choke it. You could choke him out easily. So I'm pretty sure he'll be scared shitless of that. But like I said, look, if you attack him and when you, when you grab him, while you're grabbing him, you're going to put him down on the ground. Cause you're bigger than him. You don't have to pick him up. Don't do that. Yeah. That's a waste of energy. Yeah. It's a waste of energy. Just take him and put your weight on him and, make him collapse as you make him collapse grab an arm twist it okay. yeah and lenny if you guys are down on the ground together start screaming oh i'm gonna come i'm gonna come and he'll jump out of the cage and get the <laughs> <laughs> lenny hopefully it doesn't have to get to that but you know what? If if you if you get him in an arm bar and he's about to tap out, then you should say it. <laughs> because then it's even more powerful. It's like you got him in the arm bar, you're already winning, and then you say you're gonna come. <laughs> and you can't do shit because he's stuck in an arm bar. It's like I'm gonna come all over you. <laughs> I so love we already it. got a backup this is good. Plan. If Lenny, if uh, if there's any sign that Mr. G's um, got any sort of advantage, I'm hopping the fence with a steel chair. <laughs> Dude, I love it. You guys are hilarious. This is this is going to be where you're at. Maybe I should come see you. I get ringside seats. How about that? That'd be great. Absolutely. I'll be in your corner, Lenny. When you when you're on your breaks and you're taking your breaks, I'll be the one with the oxygen can. Oh, you know, I'll be there. Like, right. Wouldn't that be go. great? Yeah, we yeah. should do it. What do you What do you think, Rob? What do you think? We should do it, huh? That's perfect. Well, you know what? Uh, well, we're gonna you're gonna have to videotape it. That way, I can watch it and be there for moral support. Team Prep yep. Star uh, gear. Team Prep we're, Stars, we're, fuck yeah. Why, yeah, Rob, we'll you think you'll that. be stuck in Canada at that point still? Man, yeah, Canada's you know what, crazy. Man? We, we can't travel. I mean, unless you're vaccinated, you, you just can't travel. Um, there's so many restrictions and whatnot. So, yeah, you know what? Uh, it, it's just not an option right now. So hopefully things lighten up in the coming months. But to be honest, I don't see it. I don't see it happening anytime soon. I don't know where this fucking world is going, you know. But, uh, you know, all we can do is uh, be optimistic hey, can I, and hope for the best. Can I, can I give you guys a little bit of something? that, that uh, Hopefully this goes viral, okay? Or, or, well, I hope they don't cut this out for this. Should I give it a shot anyway, guys? What do you say? Yeah. We already okay. said enough to where they might take it down, so it doesn't make a difference now. 
what Lenny's going to come on him? That's not that big of a no, deal. No, right? no. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, man, um, the CDC website. The, the, remember, there's always a back door. This is America. Okay. They, they want you to dance towards the fire, but at the same time, they tell you where the refrigerated room is. Okay. Um, the CDC website, you can log on to the website and you could just tell them you got vaccinated and they, they don't, they don't have any way of knowing. And you just make up the dates and you just tell them what vaccine it was. And the next thing you know, they send you a card in the mail. So for those people who don't want to get vaccinated, fuck the system and use it against them and say you did it. And you know what? Keep that between you and God. All right, Nate, nice knowing you. Guess we'll never see you again. <laughs> oh, fuck. Come on, Lenny. <laughs> I, I can't trust anybody these days. Dude, that's, that's just the first of many. You know me, Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to drop too many truth bombs because people aren't ready for it. Um, they better be. I mean, this whole this whole thing has been one giant manipulation, and it's going to continue. Well, look, what, like I said, once they get you with the, your kid can't go to school if your kid's not vaccinated, that screws the parent because the parent now has to not work uh, in order to take care of the child. They can't afford daycare, uh, so now they have to pay for it because school's free daycare. You know what I mean? So that's <laughs> that's how they get you, and then eventually they get the parent by by the parent restricting the parent's ability to be able to to conduct business or be able to you know just do things listen that's why there's this the the back door this is the back door lenny you love the back door don't you well <laughs> not really not really never not a don't engage in that that's why i'm still here oh they, yeah they, they well, tried it but they couldn't they weren't able to do it put it that way no i meant the other way around not not that way not i, no, I, I never really Mess that with that much either, you know. It's just a disgusting thing. It's a disgusting practice, in my opinion. Smell smells bad. It's not a good smell. No, it's not a good thing to do like that. I mean, I, honest, we were just like oral fixations. You know, it's funny you say that, Lenny, because a lot of people don't know, and it seems like you do have boundaries, and you, you know, where, uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't. I don't care one way or another what my friends do as long as they're not doing anything that harms kids or anything like that. Um, if that's the type of person that you are, then I can't be your friend. But, you know, you and, and, and Tony Huge and Lady Boys and things like that, you know, I, I was always under the misconception that it, it, it was actually that way. Not at all, no. I mean, huh. it's stopped a lot, and I, I really do attribute – the Ibogaine. It, it didn't matter to me, by the way, just so you know. It never, it I've, never only done it. I've only been with one once since October, so yeah, that's cut, cut down a bit for other reasons, too, but just doesn't interest think me. The Ibogaine, think definitely. the Ibogaine. Think the Ibogaine. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of which, do you think the Ibogaine helped with your relationship with your father or lack thereof relationship with your father? Uh, or do we need to dive deeper? Maybe dive deeper in that. I was mostly brought back my during hallucination part of the great times I had with my grandmothers, who my other one grandmother was a nice church going lady. That's good. So it was all positive. It's yeah, good. It's good that it's all positive. They were both great cooks, just mm. the smell of the food and mm. how safe and pure it was. That's great. There were times I went over as a child when the baby sat us. 
it's always nice to go to grandma's house, you know, just felt that love and yeah, you know, man, I felt the same way about my grandma. That's great. Yeah, and I feel bad for these kids now. They don't seem to have, in most cases, the old school type of grandmother. Dude, never old school. They, 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 they come from a broken home. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel bad for my son because I didn't want this. I would have, I would have really sacrificed to stay with his mom, but his mom just really isn't the same after the loss of Caden. And you know what we see are too many people that have a child and they they're no longer together and this affects the outcome the psychology of the child and then that child has a a a child you know is with somebody and they're either not married or that ends up falling apart so then you have generation after generation of kids that aren't raised in a family and this is a big big problem that we have with the psychology of youth these days right now it's yeah, almost becoming normal to be like that now. That's the problem. That, that's universe. exactly the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you the know, fact Rob that comes, it is becoming normal is the problem. Rob comes from a very good family, similar to mine. Uh, and, go ahead. Yeah, go, ahead Rob. go ahead. The second time I did, I began uh, speaking to the parents. I went from th- the typical, like uh, I was 23 at the time, typical, like 15 to 20, you think like, ah, you know, screw my parents, screw what they want. They don't know what's best for me. They're assholes. You know, we all think that way, even though we shouldn't. And it was my second dose of Ibogaine. I started thinking about things and I broke down in tears. And ever since I've been grateful and thought, man, I have the best parents in the world. They've done so much for me. I'm so thankful for them. And our relationship Mm -hmm. went from like no relationship to now. I call both of my parents almost every single day just to check in and see how they're doing. And not many 28-year-old kids do that, you know? No, that's beautiful, man. I'm yeah. so happy for you. I, you know, and I honestly think that it, I know because you've done it, you say you did it by yourself, but I think it makes a difference who you do it with. I think sometimes it may be better by yourself if, if you're not with the right person. But I would have to if, do you're with, yeah. if you're with the right person, if you're with, like, and, and I, I don't want to say, like, you know, I'm the right person, but I've done this with so many people that I can tell you the vibe I give off is a very positive vibe. And sometimes some of the things that you need to hear, you need to hear it from that calming voice. And it's, it's, you know, time after time, after time, again, people tell me how much of a difference it made me saying the positive things that I said to them. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was a wild kid, you know, I did a lot. So I knew that I trusted myself to handle it, but it was very, very intense. The first time, I should not have done it alone. I, right. I uh, threw up everywhere. I, uh, 48 hours, whenever I came out of it, my phone was broken because it was sitting in my throw up. I, you know, I <laughs> great vision. The second time, yeah. I, I peed. I thought I was in the bathroom. I peed in a shoebox in the closet. So, yeah. It's- yeah, that's why I tell people you, should, you shouldn't do it by yourself. Someone has to walk <laughs> you to the bathroom. I tell everybody that, but people don't believe me. I'm glad you said that, Rob. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that with the people because people don't understand this is something you should be supervised with. You definitely should. And I didn't think so until I think back and remember, especially the first time I was in a hotel and I had to check out when I was still not out of it. And I had to get all my shit together when my vision was still blurry. That's horrible. That's horrible. How much did you take if you don't mind, I ask? The first time I did the root bark and I put- Oh God, that's a waste of time. Well, I put 20 grams in a cup. But it I, just makes you throw up, though, no matter how much you take. Yeah, it just I, makes I you would, throw up. Yeah. I mean, it definitely 20 grams is a shitload. 
And then I went to the second time. Uh, That's a shitload, Rob. That's a shitload. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a good time. And then, uh, and then I. What were you thinking, advice. bro? You're gonna take that much of something you've never taken before without ever well, trying. Far for the course. That's how Rob. Guess it's fucking hardcore, dude. What, I mean, I'm glad nothing happened to you, but what if it could have killed you? It, it can't, but what if it could have? Well, at the time, Damn. I probably wouldn't have minded. I mean, it was either come out of it better or there was... I was prescribed... Depression? Vivance. I was prescribed Vyvanse, which is like Adderall, for five years. So that really, wow. even taking just one a day, as the doctor recommended, that really messed my brain up. My dopamine, everything oh, yeah. was out of whack. So that's for why sure. I did it. That's why I did it. But um, the most recent time I took... Your uh, advice from you talking to Lenny or you on a podcast with somebody, and I did the 900 milligrams of hydrochloride. Yeah, okay, that must have came out better. I think I did. I think I did that twice, actually. How, how, how did you dose it though? Did you? I mean, you didn't just take 900 all at once, did you? 250, 250, 250, 250. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Now, you, now you're learning. The, the now last you're learning. Time I listened to your advice. Yeah. Well, thank I you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I prepared it in little 250 milligram tin foils, and then after every couple hours or so, I would reach over, pour it into something, and drink it or whatever I did. I forget, but uh, it was such a life changing experience. It's like I used. I remember before I began, I was typical like everybody else. I wanted a Mercedes, I wanted a nice house, I wanted million dollars in the bank, this and that. And now I'm at a point where it's like even with me, what me and Leonard are doing now, we're not making, we're not making good money let's put it that way but the fact that we're providing something for thousands of people it's like that's what makes me yeah. happy now you know purpose yeah yeah purpose right yeah just just providing something of value to people even though what we do you know what just I love the truth you know yeah it's just shenanigans there's somebody out there who's depressed and this is all they have to look forward to so i mean that's what makes me happy today and you know i think that that's important for people to realize is a lot of depression a lot of mental problems just come from not being on track get on track yeah. with something that makes you happy regardless of how big or small the impact is you know yeah i agree i agree it's a very big 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 part of it um you know i, I could say you know there was a time period after after kate or while kaden was dying and when kaden died um, afterward that I had, you know, normal depression, like anybody, any normal person would, um, you know, I, I did do some microdosing with the Ibogaine. I found it was extremely beneficial. Um, but in, in general, man, you just got to start helping people again and, and, you know, helping Bundy for the Tampa is, 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 you know, another thing that makes me feel good about myself. Um, I put that kind of pressure on myself to say that, you know, it, I, I am responsible for the way he looks, so I better do a good job. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. You're contributing yeah. in a huge way to a show that millions of people are going to tune into. I mean, so yeah. And if, he, and, and, and if he wins, it's going to be uh, whether, well, I mean, whatever else is going to happen, it's going to happen, but it's going to be Nick Walker versus Bundy part two. There's that. People don't realize that at the Olympia. You're opening up a whole new avenue for him and his family by providing him, you know, that type of spot. So I just, I just hope that he could get a contract so that he doesn't have to work because he works doubles as a, as a prison guard. And it's, it's wow. got to be really hard. He really, he really only sleeps like two hours a day. Oh, my God. So when yeah. you look at how big he is, just imagine how much better he would look if he actually could do 
what these other guys are doing. Another yeah, well, bodybuilding, I mean, that's that's a full-time job. And I mean, if, if you're saying he's only getting a few hours of sleep, I mean, that's definitely going to affect, you know, his growth. I mean, even just this, you know, hormone levels and whatnot. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. not enough. But yeah, you know what? If, if you can dial him in, and I know you will, you know, this will be, well, be a huge win, you know, for Bundy and whatnot. And, and like we talked earlier, you know, Bundy, he's got so much potential. Um, you know, he's got so much room for growth as a bodybuilder that, you know, I mean, he's just, he's improving, you know, just, just in time. Right. So. Oh, I mean, the greatest thing is, is I, I, as as far as I know, he has the week before the show off. So he'll really be able to do the depletion. He'll really get some sleep. He'll, everything will be good. We don't, I mean, I'm hoping, I mean, I know it's only one week as compared to like, for example, make Walker who, eats, sleeps, and trains bodybuilding 24-7 all the time. And then you, but say, though, you look at him, okay, and then you realize that Bunny's still working. He gets two hours of sleep at night. He's not taking a fraction of what this guy's doing. Never really done, never done growth, dude. So, I mean, just, I'm just going to put it out there. So, yeah, I know. So, what's going to happen when he does? He's going to be 300 pounds shredded. Some more once he does the other guys, yeah. The other guys are going to just look worse and worse and worse because their waistline is going to get bigger and bigger, bigger. And Bundy's is just going to be better. I mean, like you said, once he gets some fucking sleep, the guy doesn't sleep, he works double shifts. And you know what pisses me off, Lenny? Nobody's talking about him, nobody's talking about it. They about him after the nationals and said oh this guy's a freak blah 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 but nobody's mentioning the fact that this is his pro debut they're talking about ian Bayer. i don't think ian can beat him i just don't i mean ian's given up over 20 pounds of solid muscle mm-hmm. yeah i agree with you on that but hey that's a good way to put that he's the ultimate underdog he's got a lot of proof and so he's do got you a lot of proof, yeah. yeah exactly right yeah proof to prove that this, this, this method works, you know, I mean, lo and behold, after the nationals, he ended up eating some chicken wings and Rod, Rod told me that that was it. Like if, if he would have looked like this, nobody would have touched him. And, you know, now I know that his body needs more sodium the day of the show. So all these things I'm taking mental note of, and I'm, I'm ready for it this time. This Tampa is going to be good. You got to go. Yeah. Yes. I'll be there in person. I, I, we we both we all arrive on the fourth. We're getting an Airbnb, and uh, I'll 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 be bunkered down with him. You know, and that's a serious thing because a lot of people don't get it. But I have him pose before he eats, and then based on what he looks like in the posing, I tell him what to eat. Mm-hmm. And when I when you do that for three days, dude, you're you're gonna nail it. You're gonna bring someone in. You're bringing them in meal by meal by meal. So if you're getting there on the fourth, what do you think is the best time for me and Lenny to come up? Would it be for Saturday on the show or should we try for earlier? I mean, if you came. Um, Saturday the day of the show, for sure. Yeah. I'm just trying to see. Well, well how, how uh, maybe maybe if you got a, a, a room at the at the show at the at, at the, you know, the at the host show. I think it's, it's the, it's the Hyatt, the grand Hyatt, Tampa, Tampa yeah. Bay. Okay. Then, then Bundy and I will be able to, to, you know, maybe come to the room instead of having to go back to the Airbnb. If that's, oh, that's necessary. Okay. I don't want to interrupt your, 
preparation and all that, but just well, I'm sure we'll see him. I guess it all depends. You know, on in, when, in, in, uh, in, in, Rob in, in, wants to celebrate his birthday. Yeah, Rob, when's your your birthday is the seventh, right? The third. The third. Okay, so celebrate your birthday, and then and then let's plan on going out to eat on the seventh. We'll all go out to eat together. Okay. There'll be a big group, grand, I'm sure. The grand, the grand Hyatt. Yeah, I believe it's the Grand Hyatt in Tampa Bay. I was just going to call Hulk Hogan see if we could stay at his place. I know he's in Tampa, but. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. is. That's right. Maybe uh, Lenny, maybe Big Larry can contact him for us. There you go. <laughs> Big Larry can work wonders, that's for sure. Yeah. Right on. So do you want to get you want to wrap it up about uh, Team Prep Stars? sure um yeah this was this was great um thank you guys for coming on i had a great time always man always have a yeah, great no, time thanks for guys. inviting us on that's great and thanks for all the information uh me i'm like a sponge these days the proudest i am when i'm not helping somebody else or inspiring something is learning seeing how important that is that retention of knowledge that i didn't really realize in these past few years and how I wasted it being in bad environments, the hospital job, I didn't learn anything being around a negative atmosphere. I'm glad I'm out of it. I'm glad I'm able to survive. Yeah, man, we, we evolve, we survive, we grow, we become better and, and we share our mistakes and, and our, our knowledge with other people. When you come to the show, I'll tell you about a little bit about how I did the diuretics for him and, you know, some of the things that we do. And just so you have an idea of, of what it's like, because, uh, you know, he, he is an anomaly and, and, and whether he wins this show or, or not, it's just a matter of time before he, he gets up there and he, he's, you know, he's his, when you look at bodybuilding, you look at clavicles, you know what I mean? Sean Roden had wider clavicles than Phil Heath. Arnold had wide clavicles, you know, Lee Haney had the widest clavicles and, you know, and, uh, Rami had the widest clavicles, right. Yeah. Um, Bundy's clavicles are wider than Rami's. Wow. So he's, he's got, he's got what it takes to, to really be big. Now, is he going to have those crazy big quads like Rami and all that? Well, n no, cause that doesn't really look pleasing, but for his physique, considering where he's at as far as supplement wise and the room he has to grow and the fact that his waist is still teeny, these other guys are, are, are not really, they're already kind of, in my opinion, they're kind of already there. They, they're either past their prime or, well, I think most of them actually passed their prime. Yeah. I, I, I think Rami's passed his prime. Uh, I think Bonak's passed his prime. I actually saw a picture of Bonak, by the way. Tell me if you see this, guys. Rob, too, okay? That um, Bonak was doing a, a most muscular on Nick's strength and power. And... Um, and it looked like he had a pec tear in his left pec, a small, yeah. Like it, it is, you can't really, but if you really look at it close, his right pec and his left pec, yeah. you can see it. There's like a, there's like a pec tear there. And surprise. so, no, I mean, I mean, he's smart by not saying anything, but even, even I haven't noticed so, anything, but it's all. No, it's really, you really got to look close. So I, I noticed yeah. it because it was a little asymmetrical, you huh. know, I mean, you know, Phil Heath has one too, right? Yeah. Yeah, Phil Heath had one too. So again, Phil Heath has passed his prime. Uh, 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 I don't know about um, Brandon 
Brandon, I think he's fast as prime too. I, I really, the only one that's that, that honestly, I think, I think Hottie's really pushing it. He may be either at his prime or past his prime, but again, dude, look how, look how short and con, he's short and condensed, you know, he's not six one wide like that, you know, I, I don't I don't really know. I mean, there isn't a bodybuilder right now. Roly too. Roly, Roly maybe passes prime, and if he's not, you know, is he ever going to show up shredded? We'll see tomorrow. Up in Chicago. Yeah, we'll see tomorrow. What do you think? What do you, do you think Roly can be shredded? He, he, he looks smaller. Six weeks. He looks smaller in his tracksuit. I didn't see him yet without his it. His face looked pretty sucked in. Yeah, he did, but he looked smaller overall. I think he may have. Lost a little size, but we'll see. You better, or else they're going to start calling him Roly Poly Oly. <laughs> do, you, do you do you think a, a in shape Roly can beat an in shape Hunter? Yes, I do. I'm not that big of a Hunter fan. Do you between the two, who do you think is going to have their condition better, though, Hunter? I'd have to see. Either Roly to me is smaller, or he's going to win. Put it that way. Yeah. Looking at us from the face. Well, I, 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 I need neither way. But if he wins, then he's not going to do the Tampa, and whoever doesn't win is going to do the Tampa. So that means Bundy may go against Hunter. You know, so yeah, the Tampa is going to be a pretty stacked show because every uh, Hassan Mustafa, everybody who didn't win, is going to end up jumping into Tampa to try to get that Olympia qualification. Mm-hmm. Bundy's got a good so. symmetrical look, too. I know when you get him in shape, it's going to be a sight to see. And I want to see it. I want to see a Mr. Olympia over six foot. We yeah. haven't had one since Arnold. Arnold was the only one. Mm-hmm. I want to see it badly, and I think he can do it, especially with you. And Lonnie says, Thank you. And gets, gets, gets off that job. Is he, would he, is he still interested in working, or is he? No, no. He's, he's, he's looking forward to being able to get sponsorships so that he can – you know, take this to the next level. That's really what he wants. Great. Okay. So, uh, so. residents of Tampa, hide the fire water because me and Lenny are coming to town. Yeah, looking forward <laughs> to seeing you. I mean, <laughs> right on, man. I can't wait to see you. So, yeah, we'll we'll stay in touch between now and then over the phone. And like, I I landed like a three thirty seven at the airport on uh, on the fourth. So, whenever whenever it is that you guys want to meet up, let's meet up and uh spend a little bit of time in tampa and hang out and definitely after the show for sure on uh on uh, the seventh in the evening let's all let's all do something i know rod rod and bundy are going to have people there for them um we'll, we'll decide whether we all go to the same place or not because after a certain amount it's going to be a little bit too packed you know what i mean but no no matter what guys you come i promise we, we'll, we'll 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 get together and shoot some videos and and grab a bite to eat for sure Sounds great. Sounds and I'd great. like to get you a, I'd like to get a picture with, with Lenny for you with uh, you and Bundy and both you guys with you and Bundy. Definitely. Cool. The future the future of bodybuilding. The, the future is coming. Yeah. Yeah. We're All right. Make it guys. Happen, man. All right, two Robs. All right, I mean, good night. Be safe. Right, good, good night, night guys. All right, Take guys. care, Lenny. We'll catch you later. Bye.